To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. Hey everyone, here's a great way to support this website and make money for yourself. This is Robinhood, the app that makes investing easier and offers more ways to make your money work harder. Their goal? Investing in financial markets more affordable, more intuitive, and more fun, no matter how much experience you have or don't have. Keep a broker in your back pocket. Everything you need to manage your assets and all available in a single app. Set up customized news and notifications to stay on top of your assets as casually or as relentlessly as you like. Controlling the flow of info is up to you. Have access to stocks, funds, options, cash management, and cryptocurrency. Make unlimited commission-free trades in stocks, funds, and options with Robinhood Financial. The same goes for buying and selling cryptocurrencies with Robinhood Crypto and zero commission fees. Also introducing cash management. Invest, spend, and earn all through your brokerage account. Secure a spot on the waitlist and reserve your card. Here's what I want you to do. Go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate and when you click on the referral banner and securely sign up either using your Android, Apple device, or desktop, you get a share of stock value between $3 and $150 after funding your account. That's all you got to do. You get a free stock. I get a free stock. We all win. Trading terms and conditions still apply. See Robinhood.com for more information. Once again, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate, click on the Robinhood referral banner, and claim your free stock. Robinhood, it's time to do money. Go time! Go time! Look at that fucking treasure trail. What's up with your fucking body hair, big shoots? You look like a 12-year-old Dutch girl. Your aesthetician quaff that for you? You can kiss my aesthetician. You guys do CrossFit? You can cross fuck off. Cross fart. How many times you pulled your horn today, bud? What? Oh, she's bashful. Well, come on, kitten. I won't tell anyone. Ballpark six to eight. You're a fucking animal. Play a little five on one. Hit the kitchen. Mix a batch. Feed the ducks. Distribute some free literature. Go time! Fucking shut them! Riley, Jonesy, put your fucking shirts on and get out of here. This This isn't isn't over! Jenks, you owe me a Coke. Jay here, PositiveSarcasm.com, recorded here from the Spare Parts Studio. Sunday evening is upon you, folks. You can find me on Instagram, at uh, Positives under the... You can find me on Facebook.com slash POS Sarcasm. You can also find me on TikTok, and you can also find me on Parlor. Find me on the YouTubes, Positive Sarcasm and Positive Sarcasm Podcast. Like, subscribe, share, do all the stuff. I am a fucking train wreck right now because I, I'm I just everything is so much going on. I've got paperwork in front of me for houses and stuff. I've got finances to put together. I got a whole studio to move. I mean my entire place right now, with the exception of the spare part studio, looks like it was just robbed by the fucking wet bandits from home alone. I mean there is shit well, literally shit everywhere. I just went and moved like my like my uh, my stove and my microwave setup and my refrigerator, um, all that stuff, getting it ready for a big move and stuff and moving down to the, the mobile spare parts studio. And there's just like mouse shit everywhere. Just fucking boop, boop, boop. I mean, now I realize when Jews were referred to as rats, how offensive that actually is because the amount of shit that mice leave behind. I mean, it was just they just walk and poop. Just, I mean, imagine just walking everywhere and shitting every single every single ten seconds. 
I mean, I fucking hated these little things. I'm just cleaning. Like, I, I thought it was like, I thought originally thought it was like, uh, you know, coffee grinds because I'm literally, chew I'm like just like fucking sawdust. Just the amount of coffee grinds that I was churning out from the, the, the grinding and then the baking and the roasting and then the pouring in the thing. And then sometimes I would miss a scoop and it would fall on the floor. But no, it wasn't me being dirty. It was the amount of fucking hantavirus that was laying on the ground. It was excruciating to look at. And it's like, okay, how do I... And then, I don't know, should I sweep it? Should I spray it with bleach? Should I fucking vacuum it? And then it's like, oh, no, but then the vacuum's going to be dirty. And it's like, I don't know how to clean this stuff up. I'm not a fucking chemist. I just know that this stuff is gross, and I'm not supposed to touch it. And then it's like, okay, so I'm like, there's a amount of that. And then it's like, okay, I haven't moved my stove from my fridge in, like, five years. So I'm going to, all of a sudden, like, pulling that away is like, fucking jello mixed with concrete the type of stuff that must be inside that crevice that's next to the, the fridge and the stove and I pull it apart and it's like it makes that sound <coughs> so I pull it apart and it's like fucking mustard stains it's like what the fuck Ugh. so I pull that apart and it's just it's just fucking disgusting so i pull that apart and it's like all right well the last thing of vinegar and bleach i got it's like just spraying all that down and obviously the sponge is no good so it's like i gotta go grab that metal thingy so i'm sitting there scrubbing this shit i mean it is wretched and i'm not a gross person i mean well i mean i i mean i have a potty mouth but i just was like scrubbing all this and moving all it's just it given me anxiety and then only to move it all again in fucking three, four months. Apparently it's like, Oh Jesus Christ. So doing all that and then going down there and it's it, and putting all this shit together. I've never bought a house before. I don't know how this bullshit works. I mean, I bought a car a few times and then it got, you know, one of them got totaled. That was great. That gave me enough anxiety. So I got all this stuff. I'm like cracking my neck and stuff. My neck still hurts. From that goddamn music video that I did. My neck still hurts from all that headbanging. Like this whole side of my face feels like I have a fucking bolt going through it. And I, I'm just I'm just trying to pull it out like a fucking metal zit. And it's gonna take me another month to to lance that son of a titanium son of a bitch. So I'm trying to work on that. So I have all that house stuff going on. I have the moving stuff going on. I have I have other things going on in my head. And it's just like, ugh, is this shit stressful? And then it's like, I mean, on top of it, it's Christmas time. And that stuff doesn't bother me, though. The, the Christmas time stuff doesn't bother me. It's like, all right, well, I guess I'm just going to go do this and do that and be done with it. It's like, okay, fine. But all that together on top of it, I mean, I didn't, I knew I was in for some stress. And I knew I was kind of along in some way, shape, or form, long for the ride. But damn it, it's just a lot of, like, hurry up and wait. And it's just shit. Like, there are now officially things that are outside of my control. Like, I've done, I know that I've done all I can, I think, or I've done as much as possible up until this point. The question is, what is the next step? But I look at all this, I look, I look at, I, I've done all that, moving there, well, hopefully, and, like, the promise of, uh, of actually, the potential of actually doing it, like, these dreams coming true. And doing that and then 
taking all this shit and moving it down there only to move it there. And then it's like on top of that, making sure that the, all this stuff is taking care of, of the podcasts and getting that, making sure the content is still good. Like I'm looking at these articles. It's like, do I even want to read these fucking things? Do I want to do I, does it really matter? Does it really matter? Are we going to get shut down another month? And on top of that, I'm looking at my stock portfolio and it's like, is this going to like, now I just got another email. I'm ready to have a fucking heart attack. Oh, this is okay. This is good news about, um, Oh yeah, well that's good. Well, that's about my eBay. Oh shit, I just got another email. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's eBay also. <laughs> well, I mean, on on a side note, for good news, my Super Nintendo HDMI was finally uh, arrived because the mail has been super slow. But you know, I get it. USPS is probably doing the best they can right now with everything that's going on. Uh, I did. I got like a little. I did. I wanted to. I was like, shit. Well. Now, let me back up because my brain is so crazy right now. Like, so Super Nintendo only has two controllers because it only has two controller ports, whereas an SNES, or excuse me, an N64 has four controllers. But I wanted to go retro. I wanted a Super Nintendo just for those little moments of playing Mario Kart. You know, when decisions need to be made, what better way to make those decisions than, like, around a Mario Kart? So I bought one. It comes with two controllers. It's really small, but the one thing it has, the one I bought over the old classic Super Nintendo, was with this one, it has an HDMI out. So the old ones were RC ports. So you can only get uh, the quality of the video was only as good as, I mean, it's still like 8-bit video, but still, you want to attach it to as neatly as possible to your new new television. So it comes with an HDMI out. That's the cool thing. So it'll stream at like 720 from the console, which is super light, uh, to the uh television so it does that is super cool that it's gonna go everything's gonna go through an hdmi out that's super convenient so but the console actually is the old school cartridge so i want a place there's a place like like ebay it's called mercury.com m-e-r-m-e-r-c-a-r-i where you can also buy used goods as well you have to have an account through them but you can buy used goods as well through them i bought the on uh, my hd uh camcorder the Sony Handycam, which, run, which is running the podcast, which now is, shoots, uh, is my primary shooter for weddings. Uh, that I bought that through Mercury, and I bought that for like three and a half, which is super cheap for the for. I mean, you would if you were to buy this through eBay, it would cost you six hundred dollars. No, excuse me, if you were to buy it through Best Buy, it would cost you six hundred. So, uh, for record, to buy a Super Nintendo HD through eBay would cost you around sixty dollars, sixty to seventy dollars. Here's the thing. I went and looked up Super Nintendo games. Like, con- like if you were to buy a Super Nintendo game, if you were to buy, like, fucking Mario Kart or Super Mario World or any of the more popular games, it would cost you between $25 and $40 for a used Super Nintendo game. So, like, Super Mario Kart, it cost me 25 bucks. That's crazy. Like, it's amazing, like, how much the value is held in these games, or it's gone up now. I, I mean, holy shit. But, you know, for 25 bucks, I, I don't care about the... Like, don't get me wrong, I, I kind of I love the new games, but how much time am I investing playing in them? I don't need a PS5. I don't want a PS5. My PlayStation 4 was given to me. I have one game for it. I played it. We're done. So, and that was it. And the only other game I'm going to get for it is the Doom Eternal. And that's it. I, I, I'm good. Like that's that's it. I don't invest a lot of time in games because I have other shit to do. But I, I wouldn't. I think it'd be pretty cool to have a Super Nintendo console 
and have Mario Kart just because it was a cheap investment, and I love that game, and it's a ton of fun. And it's some, something I can play when people are around. But, I mean, will I eventually get, like, a, a Super like a N64, too? Sure, because it's, it's a relatively cheap investment. Whereas, I mean, how much are you spending for a PlayStation 5? But that's just, like, one of the things, like, making sure that I get all of my stuff delivered to me in time, make sure that all the or, all the products that I'm selling are going out in time, because I have hundreds of orders going out uh, every week. Not hundreds, excuse me, tens of orders. Like, there's shit. I'm getting emails all the time for for receipts for things that I'm sending out. So I got to make sure those are printed out. And I got a pretty good system of how it's done. Like, pretty, pretty, pretty decent. So that's all that's being handled. I have to have that done in a timely fashion. And then my personal life and then all that shit. And, like, I haven't stopped... I know there are states right now that are coming to a screeching halt. I'm only getting going. I'm only getting going. And then I have to go out and think about, like, I need time to myself to sit down and think about how I'm going to create more content or what kind of content am I going to create? Do I, there's no, you don't create vlogs in the state of New Hampshire. Like, number okay, if you live in, in my type of state, there are two things you don't do. One, you don't vlog because there's nothing to vlog about. And number two, you don't shoot drone footage uh, or drone, necessarily like drone like landscaping because that's all been done. Like the Lee Peeper videos, that's all been done. You don't go and do that. The Kangamangas, that's already, that's like a highway that goes through the, the Leaf Peeper shit. That's all been done too. Ocean footage, that's already been done. Like I've already done all of that. Like I've done all of that shit. Somebody else has probably done it better. That's all done. So what else do you create? You have to create new original concepts that maybe people haven't seen through your channel and other things of that nature, but there's not a lot more to shoot in this state. So you have to be really clever and have fun with your projects. And where do I find time to do that? Like, you know what sucks right now is like with the weather, like if you get, like say you're a person who wants to go out and shoot content at night or at the weekends, like, Right now in, in my state, it's dark out. Like 4 o'clock, that's it. Poof. So you have to learn how you're going to shoot shit at night. Have, you have to figure out the lighting, what kind of gear you're working with, how your uh, exposure is at night, if you're able to get enough exposure to get actual clear video. And then in the weekends, is it fucking raining? Because if it's raining, you can't go out and shoot because it's, especially when you're on your own, it's next to impossible. So there's no point in going out and delivering mundane content. Go out there and create something interesting and get right to the point. Have a little fun with it. But, I mean, right now, like, my sci-fi juices are flowing. Like, I mean, yeah, I did get some initial shooting done with Cyberpunk. I got some initial shots done. But then it literally, I parked the Mustang, and then it fucking snowed the next morning. So I was like, well, that's the end of that. Production is now shut down on this set. So it's like, okay, but then I went and watched a really underrated movie, Star Trek The Motion Picture. That's like the it's the first movie featuring William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy and and the you know Nichelle Nichols. It's the first one with the original crew. And it was it the movie took its time. Movie took its time. It was very sci-fi. It was it wasn't based on Star Wars. Remember, Star Trek came before Star Wars, but it Con its content was very much like 2001's A Space Odyssey. It took its time. It was uh, very artistic. The, I mean, crazy CGI for back then, too. But, like, I wanted to create some content like that. 
Like I want to go out and make like I've been working with some with with special effects. I've been working with these orbs and seeing if I can do something with these. And uh, I've been using them for Cyberpunk, the Chronicle Cyberpunk. And then I'm working on using these special effects for if I can do something kind of like fun, something like uh, something obviously something I can shoot on my own and then work with it after that. Like I want to see if I can use my own self and work with the CGI to see if I can come up with some interesting content. Because right now, with everything going on, it's hard to shoot legit content. Like, what do you call it? Lockdown content right now. That is the goal is to shoot lockdown content. What can you do on your own without large productions? And I am geared for this shit. Like, this is my thing. Like, verbally, I'm not a verbal. Like, I already have the podcast. Like, that's my verbal. This is as much verbal as I can give you. Is twice a week for on average 45 minutes a piece. This is as much as I can give you. This is as much verbal as I can give you. I cannot I'm exhausted emotionally after doing one of these podcasts. Like there's there's not much more I can give you in fluid format. I'm like cuz before this I'm like I don't want to fucking do this and then after I'm done I'm like I am so fucking glad I'm done. And then literally I just want to hibernate. So that is very difficult. And yes, has the podcast taken over much of PS? Yes, it has. It has. But it's what PS started on. It started on the vlog. It started on the podcast. And it started on the articles. And I'm so glad that the podcast made its way back. And that the articles may, you know, still have potential to do one every once in a while. But the other content, the fun content where I get my creativity and how I'm able to play with video editing needs to come back too. But that is, right now, lockdown content is the key thing to go to. So, if, for example, if you're used to, like, vlogging at, like, events where there's a lot of people, like, for example, when I did a lot of traveling, when I, when I went to California or, uh, or when I went to Texas, that was not, that was travel content. Travel content's dead right now. Or when I, uh, when I went to food events, food events are dead right now. Uh, so... And I don't, I'm not in a state or in, in a region where there's like con, like news, newsy content, like rioting or protests or any of that bullshit. So I don't fucking deal. I don't, I don't play with that. I went, I was once in a region where there was protests, and it was over before I got there. Boston PD cleaned everything up, and that was it. I was there, and everything was fine. It was almost like it never happened. Except for that one time where I did go to Boston and they had that like transgender fucking rally or whatever. But that was like in one spot and then that was it. The rest of the town didn't give a shit. And that was it. And I mean, I've I've been to, as far as lockdown content, I went to Worcester, Mass. And it was almost like they were in quarantine. There was nothing going on. And I still managed to make a vlog about that. I actually kind of enjoy that one when you really think when I really think about it because I was a easily able to talk a ton of shit about a town that sucks and compare it to a town that I mean was good was right now I don't know what it's like um but that's right now the key thing is can you are you able to shoot lockdown content are you able to do the vast majority of shooting uh being the primary person in the content like nobody else and make something with that. And then edit it afterwards. And then have something tangible for people to be like, oh, that's cool. Like right now I'm watching like these uh, 
these Lego videos on YouTube. Yeah, I know, right? Like, there, there are guys out there, like LDM Bricks and whatnot. They literally create battle scenes from, like, World War Two and World War One and Napoleon and Vietnam and uh, Afghanistan and Somalia. And they literally take... They use like they they recreate these battles using Legos. They create these giant landscapes of like go ahead and look at just look up uh look up D Day Normandy Legos or look up Modern Warfare Legos or Black Hawk Down Legos or uh, Napoleon Legos anything like that and you will see like they build these entire landscapes of stop motion animation using only Legos and a lot of them use like CG and some of it's pretty graphic. Like there's a, like you can see a Lego man going up onto uh, Normandy D Day and getting his and getting his legs blown off and it's it's like what it's so the detail on it is so good and the stop motion is so awesome like I've watched like fifty of them like they're so it's so cool the but these guys like they have like conventions where they show off like their entire uh, setup of how they create like. The, the trucks that in, the, in the, the landing cruisers that show up on the Normandy beach, and then they show, like, the whole German front line, and it's so crazy the amount of detail they put in to making these, not just the, the creation of the, of the miniature layout, and then actually putting it into motion is incredible. Absolutely incredible. And some of these guys do, like, five-part series. One guy did a five-part series of Band of Brothers... In, in Lego in in Lego format, another guy uh, did um, a scene, a five part scene of uh, what do you call it? A scene of a, of truck going into like uh, into Iraq or whatever, and the whole and doing that whole thing. Five, it's like five, it's like a whole hour long of just this whole thing playing out. It's an, it can, absolutely incredible. You can go definitely go and check out that content. Uh, if you get a chance, literally just YouTube, uh, Lego Warfare, or Le- and don't look at the CGI ones, the actual stop motion animation, not the not the special effects ones. You don't want those; those, those are stupid. I'm talking about the actual stop motion animation, like claymation, where you literally have to like to in order to make a scene, one section of a scene, you the guy has to take the, the Lego guy, put it in a spot, and then the next scene is him lifting his leg up, and then you take a, a video of that and then basically getting the guy to look like he's moving on his own all the way through the scene they have trucks explosions smoke it's incredible so i strongly suggest that you go and check these out because with everything going on and all the stress that i'm going through to get this this whole moving situation taken care of and the moving the podcast and then cleaning up all the other shit that i'm doing with uh, it, it's uh these lego things um have been as nothing short of enjoyable. So uh, we're at 20, we're at like 21 minutes right now. I'm going to go ahead and close up shop. This is a Sunday leftover. So I'm, I'm just going to cut going to call it uh, right now. So my advice to you is if you are a content creator, go and create some lockdown content right now, go out of your way. If you have a notebook, start writing and everything, write, write all your thoughts, what you want to do, get everything going for 2021. 2021 is going to be a crazy ass year. Uh, anybody who owns Tesla stock next week, I wish you luck. By the way, there are three companies moving to Texas. Number one is Tesla. Number two is Hewlett Packard. And number three is Oracle. So keep that in mind. If you guys are stock nuts, 
there 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 is some movement and uh three of these companies are from california goldman sachs is obviously eyeing one of its hqs to move from new york to florida so just keep that in mind if you guys are looking at stocks and shit and the landscape of things to come florida and texas they're taking over uh in the meantime you can find me on instagram at positive underscore sarcasm you can find me on facebook.com slash pos sarcasm or if you just want to be my friend you can go ahead and hit me up at facebook.com slash positive sarcasm email me directly questions concerns comments positive sarcasm at outlook.com i hope that 2021 leads to a better year for all you bodybuilders who are requesting posing music from me and hopefully the stage will be open for you i mean i know the stage is open for a lot of you guys in florida and in in uh and in uh, excuse me in texas but i don't know about the other states like pennsylvania's garbage right now new york is fucking garbage right now california's dog shit right now but i know that he, i know that texas and florida is still popping and still doing shows but i hope that you guys get more access to other shows coming up soon hopefully in 2021 uh and then that's it uh, i don't want to talk i don't talk about vaccine shit I, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all set you'll know you'll know when that happens that happens uh until then I want to thank you guys for listening, watching, and subscribing. I will check in on you guys. I'll have more information about, hopefully, everything that's going down uh, this coming Wednesday. Uh, sorry for the late podcast, but, you know, I had shit to do. I uh, What do you want me to fucking tell you? I'm rolling, baby. I got a full schedule. You know, you think I'm just sitting here fucking liking shit on Instagram? Uh, but anyways, thank you guys for listening, watching, and subscribing. Find me on all social media. Hit me up on my YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, share. Donate. PositiveSarcasm.com slash donate. Until then, another couple weeks till Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. And I will talk to you all in a few days. Recorded here from the Spare Parts Studio. This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation.
support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate.